Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Father, we thank you, Lord, that we can learn your word together. I pray, Father, today will not be just Pastor Lau speaking to your children, but it will be the Holy Spirit speaking into their heart. It may not be a lot of word things, but just one word that you touch their heart and bring revelation, light, and understanding to the point that their life will be changed and they will walk in the light of the word. We thank you so much, Lord. We invite you to speak to us, Lord, this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Today, the teaching is going to be in a series called I Will Live and Not Die. When we talk about death, it can be physical death that you face, incurable cancer, very difficult disease, heart attack, or something that can kill you. And death also involves marriage death, parenting death, financial death, how you can live and not die. I believe this is number maybe number 12 in the English series now. So we're going to learn more, how to fight, how to live and not die. Today we're going to learn one of the very important principles in the Bible, that is learning how to talk right by faith, how to pray by faith. And if we know how to talk right by faith, we're going to see victory all the time. In the book of Matthew, Chapter 21, verse 21. So Jesus answered and said to them, Actually, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if, everyone say if, you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it will be done. First of all, I want to emphasize what Jesus say in Matthew 21, verse 21, about how to use your mouth to pray and to command or to confess and to declare. Jesus said two times in this one verse, if, the first if is, if you have faith. The second if is, if you speak or you say to this mountain. Why he say, if you have faith? Because we are worshiping and serving the God of faith. God created the universe by faith. And how did He create the universe? He spoke by faith. When He spoke, there will be the sun. The sun show up by faith, by His spoken word. So in order to touch the heart of God, in order to move God's hand to do a miracle for us, we need to learn how to walk by faith and pray and speak by faith. If you notice, Jesus say two things here. Pray and speak to the mountain. What does it mean? You pray to ask God for good things and you speak to the bad things to live your life. Good thing, you ask, you pray. But bad thing, you command and tell them 
to go away. Everyone say good thing. I pray. I ask by faith. Bad things. I command. God will not command for you. You need to command yourself. So first of all, if you want to live and not die, you want to see miracles and victory. You need to grow in your faith. You need to learn how to pray by faith. If you dare not quote the scripture, you dare not talk about the Bible. It means you don't have faith. If you have faith, you can quote the scripture. You can speak the promises of God. It's so important that we need to get rid of all the worldly idea, all the religious idea, like what I shared a while ago about the testimony of a pastor in Thailand who received the religious idea that a pastor need to be poor and broken. That is the world idea, not in the Bible. God wants us to be blessed. From the beginning, God said to Adam and Eve, "I bless you, multiply and fill the earth." God never say, "Adam and Eve, be broke, be poor, and be sick." He never say that. He say, "Be blessed and multiply." How can you multiply? You are sick. You need to be healthy. Is that right? You can multiply and fill the earth. One thing that God want to help us to walk by faith and to pray by faith is in John chapter eight verse thirty six. Therefore, if the Son Makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Thank you, Jesus, that you went to the cross. You took all the bad things in your life, all the sin, the death, the curse, the poverty, the bondage, the consequences of sin. Everything came on Him, and He offered us salvation, super abundant life, eternal life, righteousness, blessing, healing, and health. He offered to us. And after he went to the tomb, he came out and he was resurrected and he became alive again. So he is a God of power. He has the power to free us, free us from sin. He make us free from sin. He make us free from bondage, from curses, and from a lot of bad thing in the world. But one thing he can do is to make us free from wrong idea, from the lies of the enemy, from the deception. From the worldly mindset, in order to walk by faith, you need to allow Jesus to come into your life first, and allow Him to really work in your life and set you free from the wrong mentality, poverty mentality, greedy mentality. Set you free from doubt, from fear. You know, sometimes when we talk about the Bible, some Christian may say. I don't want to talk about that too much. I don't want to claim the promise of God because my relative do not believe it. Oh, my friend at work, they don't talk about the Bible, and then you walk in the fear of man. When you walk in the fear of man, you don't have faith. That's why your prayer does not get answered. You need to be free from the fear of man. You dare to speak the word of God. You dare to quote the scripture. You say, "God say this. I believe." Even though your relative laugh at you, <laughs> this guy is crazy. He believe in the word of God. They say, "I'm not crazy. I believe in the truth. The truth set me free. I believe." So you need to be set free from the fear of man, from doubt, from wrong mentality, worldly thinking, and you receive the word of God into you, so that you can have true faith in God. How many people want God to perform miracle for you? 
How many people want to have strong faith? You need to get rid of a lot of things in your heart and your mind that is wrong, and put in the truth into your heart, and you boldly believe that the word of God is true, and amen, and it will happen. You need to have faith in what God say. You need to keep growing in your faith. How do you grow in faith? Why I spend hours and hours tired, spend a lot of money to not just. You know, one of the reasons I don't want to move my life into another house because I use the bonus room to be studio for the church for free. I use that room. We use our own um, electric bill to produce a lot of teaching because I know my brother and sister will have more faith when they hear the word of faith and the anointed word of God. We keep producing the teaching to build your faith because faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. Not only that, faith come by being filled with the Holy Spirit, because the Spirit of God is the Spirit of faith. Not only that, you have more faith when you associate with people of faith. Your close friend should be Christians who have a lot of faith. Then you have more faith. Number one, hearing the word. Number two, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Number three, association. You associate with pastor and leaders and Christians who have strong faith. And that faith will be imparted into you. Everyone say, "If I have faith, build your faith, please. Make sure when you read the Bible, it's not just about head knowledge. Oh, the Bible says this and head knowledge, a lot of head knowledge. No, 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 not head knowledge. Somebody may not know the Bible that much, like what I share in Thailand. They did not know the Bible that much, but." The paralyzed get healed, stand up. The dead, the almost dying man get out from the bed because they have faith. They pray by faith. They believe in the Bible. Amen. Actually, God is pleased when you have faith. You cannot please God if you don't have faith. You need to have faith if you believe. Let's work on that all the days of your life. This year, you can have more faith than last year. Next year, you can have more faith than this year. Keep growing in faith. When you study the Bible, don't study for head knowledge. You study to build faith. Mix the word of God with faith in your heart and believe and grow. Sometimes you may need to listen to the preaching about healing about one thousand times before you get it until you have faith. You need to listen, listen, hearing, hearing the word of faith until you have it. But number two. If you say to this mountain, "Be removed and be cast into the sea," it will be done. So not only you have faith. Number two, you need to speak. You need to pray and ask God for good things, and you need to speak to the mountain. What is the mountain? The mountain can be one thousand and one thing in your life. What is the mountain? The mountain is the obstacle. Anything that blocks you to enter into the perfect plan of God, it can be sickness, it can be demons, mountain can be financial trouble, can be some obstacles in your life, can be your own problem, your own bad habit, addiction, maybe your own chain. You need to speak to the chain. Get out of here. I don't want it anymore. I need to be set free. You need to speak to the mountain, but you need to speak by faith. 
and you will learn how to walk by faith. Speak to the mountain by faith. Eventually, the mountain will disappear in the bottom of the sea of forgetfulness. You forget about it. You don't see it anymore. They are gone. You don't see them because the mountain move into the sea and drop into the bottom, and you don't see them anymore. So learn how to speak to the mountain. Matthew twenty one twenty two say, and whatever thing you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. So these two scripture, Matthew twenty one twenty one and twenty two, talk about faith, talk about prayer, and talk about speaking or confession. If you want to have victory in your life, you need to build faith. You need to pray by faith. Faith is not of the head. Faith is of the heart. It's not about reasoning. It's not about trying to find a reason. No, faith is of the heart. That I believe, no matter what, it's gonna happen to me. You pray by faith. You speak to the mountain. You choose to believe in God's word. You choose to believe in the promises of God. And when you believe it, don't stay there. You call it to happen. You call your sick body to be healed. You call your bill paid. You call your children who backslide come back to God. I command this mountain that the devil tried to steal my children away have to be removed. My children will come back to God. You call the mountain to be removed. You call the plan of God, the will of God, to be done. In the book of Romans, chapter four, verse seventeen, the story of Abraham. Abraham was an old man. Sarah was an old woman, and in the medical field, it was impossible for them to have pregnancy and have a boy. Too old to get pregnant. Look at what happened to them. Romans four seventeen, as it is written. I have made you a father of many nations, talking about Abraham, in the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gave life to the dead. Sarah had a dead womb, but God gave life to the dead and calls. Everyone say calls, and calls those things which do not exist. As though they did, you may have eczema on your hand, and you don't see the clear skin. You call, healed, eczema. You have to go. You command it. You have back pain. The doctor say you need to have back fusion or injection in your back every single day. Back, you are healed. This pain, you must go. You need to speak to the mountain. Learn how to do that. You pray God to heal you, but at the same time, you speak the mountain in your life to leave your body. You call health into you. You call the sickness to leave your body. You need to learn how to do that. But The problem that we don't call and we don't pray, because our mind and our thinking are goofed up, are corrupted, with doubt, with wrong idea, 
with wrong mentality. We don't believe in what the Word of God say. We believe some of us believe that oh, healing is for maybe third world country, not in America. Some of us may believe that oh, miracles are for the Book of Acts, but not today. Oh, today, God don't want to heal me. He want to heal that person. It's not for me. That is a goof up idea. It's a wrong idea because the word of God is for everybody. This is a reason why, instead of watching bad news on the internet, instead of reading newspaper with all the bad news, I rather feed myself with the word of God, so that the word of God will renew my mind and help me to have the mind of Christ, to think the way God thinks, to believe in what God say. In Romans chapter 12, verse 2, the Bible says, "Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. God change you, not your body first, but change the way you think. You need to let the Word of God renew your mind. You have to think the way God thinks." You need to have the mind of Christ. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect will. Amen. Amen. Please do your own homework. You need to read the Bible. You need to build faith. Listen to good sermon. Nowadays, no more excuses. The sermon are free. You don't have to pay. In my generation, I have to buy tape. Each tape is about one dollar at that time. When I buy 1,000 tape, I have to pay $1,000. I went to revival service. They they sell CD. Each box about $25. Actually, if you go to my house now, one of my room filled with CD from those revival services. Those pastors make a lot of money, but we our CD is free, and we have the in in the internet. You don't have to pay even one penny. I pay, and the church pay. That's why you give tithe to help the church because in order to produce the lesson, somebody have to pay. But you get it for free, no excuses. Get the word of God in. Build yourself with the word of God. Renew your mind with the word of God. Don't listen to those junk people who talk attack the devil. Use them to attack Christianity, attack the Bible. And if you keep listening, you can have faith in those junk, and you'll be in trouble. You need to believe in what God say. Don't listen to the junk in the internet. There's so many people attack the Bible and attack Christianity. Don't listen to those things. It's not good for you. I rather listen to the Word of God and build my faith inside me. James chapter four verse two, the Bible says, "Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. How you gonna ask God if you don't know the will of God? You need to ask God." According to His will, is that right? Most of us believe that God can heal us, God can provide for us, God can help us to be healed from sickness that attack our body. But we think, wow, this sickness is too hard. The doctor said this cancer will not be healed. I cannot be healed. So you think the way people think in the world. But I want to tell you the good news: God's purpose, vision, and plan for your life. Are much bigger than your own purpose. You need to understand, God is big. His plan for your life is much bigger than your own plan. He has uncommon blessing. 
He has unusual increase, unprecedented favor. But you should not pray small prayer. You should not pray little prayer. What you need to do is to pray boldly. Believe in a miracle. You need to have faith and boldness to pray big prayer. You pray for the big miracles that look like impossible to happen. You need to really pray and believe for the increase that seem to be out of your reach. You need to pray for the favor to overcome obstacles in your life that look too big for you to take care or to get rid of. If you pray small prayer, you see small answer. If your faith is big, your bonus is big. You pray for the big thing. You're gonna see the big thing. That's what I did when I bought my house in. Year 2007. Wow, I hate to pay mortgage. Wow, every time I write a check to pay mortgage, I feel like ooh, the bank get rich. I send money to them. So I pray God, it look impossible for me to pay off this house in a short period, but I ask for unprecedented favor. I ask for unusual blessing, uncommon favor from God. And God did. I pay off my house in three and a half years. I wanted to sell one home, but the stock market crashed in year 2007 and year 2008. I could not sell, and I never forgot. I was standing in the kitchen, put my hand on the counter of the kitchen. Suddenly, the Holy Spirit came on me in the kitchen. My faith, like ooh. And God so told me, right now, pray by faith boldly that you're gonna sell your house in six weeks. Uh, my mind say, hmm, it look impossible, but my faith in the heart say yes. So I pray right away, God, my house will be sold in six weeks. And after six weeks, it was sold. Pray bold prayers. Believe. Pray and command, command the bad things go out by faith boldly. You pray and ask God for big things boldly. You ask God to make a way for you that it seems impossible. You pray that God will open the door that look like there is no way it's going to happen for you. You need to boldly pray and ask God because God is bigger than you, and God wants to do that for you. Amen? Amen. Something that looks like there is no resource to do it, but God can give you the resource. It's something that looks like there is no way to fix it. The doctor said this sickness will not be healed. It's a chronic lifetime sickness. But you say, no, God gonna heal me. I believe. You see that your children grown up and they have no interest in God. But you say, God, I believe my children gonna come to you. I have faith. I'm gonna pray the big prayer. Amen. Are you gonna practice what you learned today? Yes. I like that. We should have many, many cows here. 
you know cow in Thai language mean glue we need many glue here stick to God can I hear your voice one more time <laughs> hallelujah Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16 say let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence with bonus so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need let's approach the throne of grace boldly pray boldly God this look impossible but is this uncommon blessing gonna come this unusual increase gonna come to me this miracle gonna come to me this favor gonna come to me you boldly ask God to pray and you also command the mountain to leave if you study the Bible carefully what I share with you today have been mentioned in the Bible many times let me show you Psalm 81 verse 10 I the Lord am your God who brought you up from the land of Egypt land of Egypt mean the life of sin in the past the life under the power of Satan open your mouth narrow Open your mouth a little bit. And I'll feed you with bun thit nướng. Maybe a small piece of steak. No. He said, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Big. Wide. Everyone, don't hit the person next to you. Wide. Big. Our God is a big God. Open wide. Amen. Receive it. <laughs> God tried to tell the children of Israel, don't worship other gods in Egypt. I am your God. I'm your provider. I am your miracle worker. I'm your healer. I am your answer. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Not just half. Not just 10%. I fill it up. Our God loves to give a lot. He is a super abundant God. Amen. Look at another one. Jeremiah. I'm almost done. Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 2 to 3. Oh, I love this scripture. Thus say the Lord who make it, the Lord who form it, to establish it. The Lord is his name. God tried to tell through Jeremiah, the children of Israel, the people in Judah and also Israel. Hey, I'm the creator. I am the answer. I'm the pro provider. I'm the one who make promise in the Bible. I'm the one who will accomplish my promise in the Bible. I am that God. Okay? But look at next one. Verse 3. I like that one. Call to me. What do you need to do? Call. Pray. Speak. Can you call like this? You know what I try to say here? Da. <laughs> da, honey. Marry me. You cannot call like this. You have to make noise. You need to speak up. Call to me. And I will answer you. And show you. Little. Lacking. Thing. I will show you. Great and mighty things which you do not know. 
unprecedented thing, unprecedented favor you never experienced before, you never seen before. People gonna be like, "What? Wow! What God did for you is amazing." In the time of Jeremiah, at that time, the children of Israel they were attacked by famine and pestilence, and Babylon took over. They had no home. They were in bad shape. But what did God ask them to do? Call, pray, bold pray, speak it up, command the problem to go away, and call to God and ask God to help. We can see that in the Bible. Okay, let me read Matthew seventeen fourteen to nineteen. At the foot of the mountain, a large crowd was waiting for them. A man came and knelt before Jesus and said, "Lord, have mercy on my son." He brought the lunatic son, the crazy son who was demonized. He has seizures and suffer terribly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. Jesus replied, "You faithless and corrupt people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? I don't want God to call me that way. I don't want Jesus to call me, uh, Pastor Lau. You are corrupted and faithless man. Oh, I need to put up with you. I don't want that. I want him to say, Wow, Pastor Lau, you're good. You have a lot of faith. Bring the boy to me. Then Jesus rebuked. Jesus say something. Jesus say, Go, get out of here. He rebuked the demon in the boy, and. That demon is like a mountain. He show example. He say, "Mountain, go," and it left him from that moment. And the boy was well. Wow! I want to have this kind of power like Jesus. When people come in with problem, you know, a lot of problems in life come from demonic attack. We need to learn how to cast out demons. Afterward, the disciple asked Jesus privately, "Why couldn't we cast out that demon?" Why could not they command demon to leave? Verse twenty. You don't have enough faith. Jesus told them, "This is why I studied the Bible to grow spiritually, to have more faith, to grow in love, and to know how to serve God." I'm a practical man. I like to learn the Bible for doing something, not just to decorate my brain. I tell you the truth. If you had faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain. Everyone say, say, say. Call. call, confess, confess. Speak, up. speak up, command. command. Do you need to speak up? Yes. Don't keep your mouth shut. Uh, when I say speak up, I don't mean the husband speak up to the wife. <laughs> When you speak to your wife, you should say, "You're beautiful. You're loving. You're so smart." Okay. Don't command mountain in your wife. Okay. Your wife is not a mountain. Your wife is a gift. <laughs> Sometimes husband treat the wife as a mountain. <laughs> move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. Everyone say nothing, nothing. is impossible. impossible. What do you need to do? Have faith. 
Speak up. Command. Pray by faith. Boldly prayer. Amen. Let me read. This one is a long one, and I'll finish. Okay, give me a few minutes. After Jeremiah say to the children of Israel to call on the Lord and look at the promise of God. Okay, when you read the Bible, you need to make sure that you apply it to today. This is not just a historical book. Oh yeah, happened twenty seven hundred years ago to the children of Israel. Ah, okay. When I go to the test of the Bible, I gonna. And so, all the this head knowledge about what happened to Jeremiah. No, this is for me. These scriptures are for me today in this century. Okay, look at what for you and me now. Jeremiah thirty-three six to fourteen. And please read this scripture for yourself. This is for me. Nevertheless, I mean God will bring health and healing to it to God's people. I will heal my people, and will let them enjoy abundant peace and security. What do you need to do? Call, pray, speak up. Okay, that's what in verse three say. You call, you speak up, and He will give you healing, health, and prosperity, and abundant peace. I will bring Judah. And Israel, which means children of God today, we in the church, from captivity, and will rebuild them as they were before. So God gonna restore your life from poverty into success, from bad problem into good thing. I will cleanse them from all the sin they have committed against me, and will forgive all their sin and of rebellion against me. So God will forgive us when we call on God. Then this city, your house, this church, your business, your life—this city means your life, your house, your family. This church will bring me renewed joy, praise, and honor before all nations on earth that hear all the good thing I do for it, and they will be in awe and will tremble at the abundant prosperity and peace I provide for it. God told me this. One of the best way for evangelism is train my church members to be strong, to be blessed, to be prosperous, to the point that their co-workers in the office, their friend in the school, in the classroom, look at them and say, "Why are you so happy? Why are you so blessed?" And you say, "Jesus bless me." And they will say, "I go to church with you. I rather evangelize people I know because they will come with me. If I don't know them, they will not come to me." Because they don't trust me, our life should be good example to people. That when people look at us, they will say, "I want to be a Christian." Amen. This is what the Lord says. You say about this place. It is a desolate waste. Babylon attacked the city without men or animals. Very bad. Yet in the towns of Judah and in the street of Jerusalem, that are deserted, inhabited by neither men nor animals. So life is so bad. So poor, so destroyed by the enemy, there will be heard once more the sounds of joy and gladness. So God answered a big prayer. People come back to the city, prosperous, successful, joy, gladness. The voice of the bride and bridegroom. So this one is for single in this room. 
and the voices of those who bring thank offerings to the house of the Lord, saying, "Give thanks to the Lord Almighty, for the Lord is good; His love endures forever. For I, God, to do what, will restore the fortunes of the land as they would before," says the Lord. How many people want God to restore your life? This is what the Lord Almighty say in this place, in your house, in this church, in your life, in your business, in this place. Desolate and without men or animals, in all its town, there will again be pastures for shepherds to rest their flocks. In the towns of the hill country, of the western foothills, and of the Negev, in the territory of Benjamin, in the house. Of whatever your last name, what God tried to say, each house whole flock will again pass under the hand of the one who counts them. Say the Lord, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will fulfill the gracious promise I made to the house of Israel and to the house of Judah. Our God has a great plan for us. Our God has wonderful thing for us. Uncommon blessing, unusual favor, and increase. What do we need to do? Repent and pray bold prayers, and confess with faith and boldness, and the mountain will be removed. So today, teaching the principle is: don't yield to defeat, sickness, and problem in your life. Don't yield to them. Call to God, pray by faith, big prayer, command a mountain. It may not happen overnight, but you keep commanding. When I have severe eczema many years ago, after I went to Japan and I got attacked in Japan. Very bad eczema. Every morning I woke up. You have to leave in Jesus' name. I command every day. And suddenly one day I woke up. The eczema was gone, supernaturally. I practice what I learned from the Bible. Maybe my faith was not that strong at the beginning, but as years go by, I keep reading the Word. I keep feeding my spirit with the Word. My faith grow up until one day when I command, boom, gone. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. How many people gonna practice what you learned today? You may have your children in trouble right now. Keep praying, and keep commanding the devil and the bad things and the curse in your children to go out of them. Don't give up. Don't stop. Keep doing it. Keep knocking the door. Persistent prayer. Knocking the door. Keep seeking. Knocking. Don't give up. Keep praying. Keep commanding. And God promised in Jeremiah chapter 33, "I will restore. I will answer you. The thing that looked terrible gonna turn around to be full of joy and peace and victory." Amen. I hope you practice what you learned today. Father, we thank you so much, Lord. For teaching us how to pray from the mouth of Jesus Christ, that we, if 
I have faith. If I speak to the mountains, Lord, we want to obey you. We gonna have faith. We gonna grow in faith. We gonna speak. We gonna call to you. Pray bold prayers. We will, Lord, approach your throne with boldness, and we gonna see the unusual miracles, unusual favor, big miracle. In this house, in their home, in their workplace, in the family and ministry, Father, help us to be people of faith in this generation, Lord. Oh Lord, we don't want you to look at us as corrupted people who have no faith. We want to be disciples who fast and pray and learn how to walk by faith, Lord. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Any of you have a mountain in your life right now? Should we command together? Okay. If you have a mountain, stand up. We're gonna call to the Lord and command that to go away. Maybe legal issue. That you need to command that legal problem to go away. Amen. Maybe relationship problem in your home, in your family. Maybe job problem. Maybe financial problem. Maybe sickness. Why don't you pray now? You pray to God yourself. Ask God boldly for a breakthrough, a miracle, a favor, and you command the problem in your life. To leave your life and your home right now, you say it. Speak. Don't worry about noise here. Just speak out loud. Speak it. Be healed. Miracles. Miracles. Healed, breakthrough, victory, favor. Curses have to leave. Sickness have to leave. You have to leave. Go. Get out of here, right now. They shall live and not die. I don't care what sickness. I don't care what problem, you have to leave. Father, restore their life, restore their health, restore their finances, restore their relationship, their family, restore their children, bring their children back to God. Yes, Lord. Move your mighty hand, Lord, the God of restoration. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Be healed. Never come back again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Your love endures forever. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Your mercies endure forever. You are the good God. You're the God who fulfill your promises, Lord. The Almighty God. Nothing is impossible for you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.